Hello again, welcome to another episode of the Iranian Market Minute. Today is Thursday, July 28th, and this is episode number 160. My name is Justin Hewn. I am your host and the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro Newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing that you hear or see in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right. Thanks again for being back with me today. Do appreciate all of you. Um, I always read all of the comments. I do my best to uh, respond to them when I can, but I do appreciate all of the commentary. Um, it's always entertaining to say the least, mostly supportive, mostly positive, but you know, I appreciate honest feedback as well. So uh, in addition, positive or negative, decent day in the markets today. Um, we had a really, really strong day yesterday, and I honestly expected some of those gains to be given up today. And not only did they hold on to their yesterday's gains, but many of the stocks in the uranium space were up um, on the day, which is very, very nice to see. And the charts are, are shaping up a little bit. And we'll see that in just a second. I want to talk about some developments in the um, federal legislation, or at least proposed legislation in the federal government uh, in the United States for nuclear support. That was discussed today in a Senate hearing. And I'll talk about that in the mailbag section. But first, why don't we go ahead and jump right into the daily scoreboard here. Spot price of uranium, 48.50 a pound, unchanged from yesterday. It did go up and down a bit today. Honestly, uh, we typically expect to see the price push down towards the end of the month, holding up very well here with zero uh, activity coming from the Sprott Physical Uranium Trust, which again is still hamstrung, no money raised, no pounds purchased, sitting on 54.7 million, although the discount to NAV did shrink considerably yesterday to uh, minus 3.2% on the day uh, as a discount to NAV. They traded down slightly today, so right, they didn't really improve on that on that discount, but the chart also is setting up quite well, all things considered. ETFs, we saw URA report an increase of 100,000 shares outstanding, no change for URNM. That led to just over uh, 1.4 million in new mandated buying coming from URA. That probably was on Monday, given the lag in this reporting, possibly Tuesday. The joint AUM, however, for the two ETFs jumped by a huge 120 million yesterday. Now it's sitting at just below 2.4 billion for the assets under management between these two ETFs, 2.38 billion. Still, this is more than a billion dollars below its high of mid-April. So still, we're clawing back at the at the losses and trying to regain some of some of the some of the gains that we had early in the year. Still setting up decently. URNM actually year to date is down. I believe it's only three or four percent for the year. So all things considered, sector is holding up quite well considering the risk off. Um, situation that we've seen across most markets this year. Let's take a look at the charts. URA up 1.6% on the day, decent volume, about half the volume of yesterday. So certainly not breakout volume today, but I think we're still compounding the seller's exhaustion here. Uh, look at that beautiful hammer candle we printed on the daily. And a lot of the uh, stocks across the sector saw some inflows right kind of the last hour of trading. So really nice to see that power hour come in. Nice handle, hammer candle for URA. We'll see how we finish out the week and finish out the month tomorrow going into, I believe, URA's rebalance, uh, which should happen, um, start happening honestly soon. It could happen as soon as tomorrow and into next week. Let's take a look at the miners relative to the metal. Another strong day. We're, now we're significantly up off the lows that we saw a few weeks ago where I highlighted that we were back at valuations similar to what we saw prior to the beginning of the bull market. 
in December of 2020. That was a, an extreme low in my opinion. And we've had a very, very nice move off that bottom. Uh, both of the short term, the 20 day and the 50 day moving average are moving up now. And I would like to see us trade up above that 200 day and then see those short term moving averages move back above that 200 day moving average and the 200 day moving average flatten out and start to point upwards again. That would signify technically a new leg up in terms of the miners relative to the metal. URA against the S&P outperformed the S&P yet again. Nice bounce off of that trend line. Let's see if we can stick that going forward to end out the month tomorrow. Lastly, let's look at the Sprott Physical Uranium Trust. Slightly down on the day. Still a decent move up off of this, uh, this period, this horizontal support level that we saw over the past couple of weeks. Saw us hit that level multiple times. And now uh, a decent move up off of that with the spot price actually improving slightly, but not hugely. So good to see that development for this broad physical uranium trust. All right, mailbag section. I wanna talk about briefly this proposed legislation that looks to have mostly bipartisan support in the federal government for the United States. Um, the nuclear power is finally getting a, lot of, lot, getting a lot of attention on the Hill here, and that's really good to see. You know, This is kind of new. This has not been happening over the past couple of decades. And for there to see, to, to for them to even acknowledge that it's an important source of clean energy and part of these discussions is a quite the big development here for, for uh, the Congress in the United States. So uh, Bill S-3896, this is a bill proposing a ban on uranium imports from Russia. That was a bill put forth by John Barrasso from Wyoming back in March. This bill actually has support coming from some of the large utilities in the U.S., so we'll see how that goes. Now, the vote on these bills did not happen today. That will happen um in the future, but there was discussion about all of these bills today in the Senate hearing, and it looks like there's uh, general support for these bills. So it's certainly possible that these bills do pass and the federal government can actually enact this legislation. Bill number two, S4066, this is to accelerate the availability of HALU and make advanced reactors. So this would be um, uh, funding going going for, going towards the DOE um, funding the the uh, development of, of HALU um, production in the United States that will go towards a lot of these SMR designs that will be utilizing HALU fuel. Uh, and lastly, there's another bill. Um, Joe Manchin put forth a bill to establish a new organization to manage nuclear waste. So this is all on the table right now. And there's also yet another bill, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, invest $369 billion into energy and climate change programs with the goal of reducing carbon emissions by 40% by 2030. So all really good discussion, and this all seems to be happening. Now, part of one of these bills um, does have tax credits for existing nuclear. So that's great. That's great to see. Now, we did talk about that earlier in the year, and this, again, is um, uh, there was a federal program already giving some tax credits for uh, for support of nuclear if they needed the financial support, right? So Diablo Canyon, for example, is actually filing um, filing a, a, an application for that funding from the federal government to help that plant to stay open going forward. But this is a general tax credit uh, supporting nuclear, recognizing it as a clean energy. It's great to see. 700 million, I believe, is the amount uh, allocated for HALU. Um, this is really just positive all across the board, seeing that the United States is taking it seriously to support nuclear here. So we'll see if these end up passing. We'll see if they follow through. I never hold my breath with anything um, significant and political. 
the the government really does not do anything efficiently for the most part. So uh, not really holding my breath on this, but it's positive to see that nuclear is now kind of entering into the modern parlance when we're discussing energy issues. And it's very obviously a crucial energy source for the United States, uh, 19 to 20% of, uh, of our total grid, and uh, even, a, even a larger percentage of clean energy in the States. So very pleased to see that. We'll see how that, um, how that goes uh, moving forward if this legislation does in fact pass and get bipartisan support. I believe that it will. Um, uh, the left, let's say, Democrats, historically speaking, have been less supportive of nuclear, but have been the most alarmist about climate, about carbon, et cetera. So now that the public is increasingly understanding that nuclear is important for a carbon-free energy grid, um, in order to appease their constituency, they're increasingly having to embrace it simply to, um, to so that you know the public can recognize that the Democrats understand that if you want this carbon-free, car- reduced carbon future uh, in this so-called climate emergency, um, they have to include nuclear. And so going forward, very positive to see um, amongst all of the other good news around nuclear. That's all I'm going to touch on today. It's going to be a relatively short episode. So thank you for being here. Close out the week, close out the month tomorrow. Next week, um, we will have our August Uranium Insider Pro newsletter coming out on Tuesday, August 2nd. It's always the second trading day of the month. Um, So I might not be doing a market minute that day. We will have to see. Either way, I will see you tomorrow. I hope you are having a great week so far. Take care and be well. Cheers.